Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Chronic Sisters podcast. You're joined by your usual hosts, Jess and Sean and Bundy and Big Bundy in the We've background. We've moved room again, so we hope you appreciate the sound quality this week, mm. not the sound of Bundy snoring in the background, but the quality of the room and the lack of echo, if you will. Yeah, we're hoping that there's a good echo. We're in the spare bedroom. We are. The only problem is, is I fear that we can hear traffic more. Well, thinking about it, we'll see. But we'll just we'll just track it. Wait and see, it's everybody. Fine. I'm just as excited as you are. <laughs> anyway, you don't have to listen to it in the edit room. No, I, I do. don't. I do not. <laughs> anyway, sister, how's your week been? Oh, look, you know, same old shit, different day. Same soup, different spoon. However else you want to say it. Copy and paste from last week. Yeah, I, it's only been a week, so it's been short and snappy. Can't say I've done much either, but work. Uh, <laughs> so that's good. And I'm working all weekend, so that's great. Also good. Um, we did go to dinner last night, though. We did. We did, and it got really eventful. The whole of everything just shut down. Yeah. There was no lights. There was no power. Yep. The restaurants couldn't cook. Yep. And... The waiter was like, I'm sorry, guys, but this is the start of a zombie apocalypse. Well, like, you don't need to start. You don't need to come over with that. Like, we were already in the dark. Yes, we were. He's it like, was... have you seen 28 weeks? We're like, yeah, don't. Why would you do that? He's like, it started like this. <laughs> and then left the table. I was like, what? Okay. And we got to dinner so late because I was running late because mm. I will tell you all in a minute. Yes. But we were late. We got there. It was like... It's, it's a weekday. Most restaurants close in WA at like nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. They're like, that's enough. Go to bed now. Yeah, see you, you later. have a life. So it was literally quarter to nine and we'd only just sat down and mm. everything was pitch black. And literally. they were like, oh, no, you can't order any food. Yeah, so done. It, yeah. Donezos. We got there a little bit earlier um, and we had like got a little bit of nibbles and stuff for the table and some drinks. And then the power just uh, just went off. Everything shut down. Like you can realize how quiet it is. And then this big PA was like, nobody stress. This is just a, a power, power outage. outage. Yeah, like, it was. You had ho- to confirm that we weren't being attacked. <laughs> yeah, I think it was because there was a hotel upstairs. Yeah. And so everyone was panicking. But um, it was interesting. I utilized some knowledge that I learned from TikTok and put my phone torch on and then put a glass of water on top and it became a lantern for the table. And the bottle of water turned into like a full blown lamp. It was yeah, really pretty. It was really pretty. And there was like patterns on the ceiling and then all the other tables started doing it. Yeah, so, you know, so I'll let you keep setup. watching TikTok. Thank you so much. But in adversity like that, you see what people turn into dicks. Oh, yeah. This the is table next I was to saying, us. Yeah. Oh, my the goodness. Group of guys. Yeah. Yeah. Just rude. Knobs. Really rude. You don't need to do that. Yeah. They're, they haven't switched everything off themselves. Yeah. Like, you and don't have to be a dick about it. Like, they're losing their whole business for yeah. the night. It's They didn't ask for it to happen either. It's yeah. not helping anybody. Settle down. You're not getting your chicken. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Gosh. And it was this whole honesty policy because they didn't have a pay system either. Mm, yeah. So, it was just, it was a wild ride. And, look, and we've walked out and we think we didn't pay for my glass of wine. And I that's, know. that has been stressing me a lot. Yeah. Look, but we love the place that we eat, that it was at. Yeah, we'll and we go, go there frequently so we'll give them an extra tip yeah a couple of times to make us feel better for yeah. the potentiality of us not paying for the glass of wine yes correct um but we will be back we will the we lights will. off will not deter us no anyway that was our week 
Not very exciting. Not very exciting. So let's hop to the next segment. Because it's time for the... Fun Fan Follow-Up! We are getting so good at that. Holy shit. I love that for us. We're soulful. We're just mixing it up. I I really like that. We are. That was good. Anyway. Anywho. Do you have a fun fact for me? I do, sister. Yes, I do. Um, You would have seen on our stories that I, wait for it, have gone and gotten my antibiotics for Daz. You have. And I've Claps never, all around. ever been more proud of Claps you. Claps all around, yep. Also, I also hate to say, but I lost the poll that we put up. You did. I did. Majorly. So many of you wear pyjamas. Of course, because we're not fucking animals. No, but then we discussed at team dinner last we did, night yes. that we should have had a third option. And I did think about that, but it was just getting too much. I just wanted a yes, no. But we should have provided it. Do you just wear knickers? Like undies just or like boxes or, boxes or whatever. Yeah. But then I was like, well, what counts as knickers for a chick? Is that just a T-shirt and knickers? And, and then yeah. that's pyjamas effectively. Effectively. So anyway, I lost. It was 72 to 28 and I'm disappointed. So. Yeah, look, it was a lot. You lost by a lot. I did. Like, I did. The biggest loss. all my naked sisters and misters out there. Yeah, look. Thank you kindly. Yeah. I hope you continue to be live well but as I a naked person. But I think there is like actual scientific like... Um, research. This is going to be a fun fact follow-up for next week. But I actually think it's better for you to sleep naked. It is. But I just don't like it. Fair. <laughs> I don't know what the scientific you like, know what benefits are. old mate didn't like What's that? hearing that you don't shower before bed and then you have the same cheeks on for three months. He had a full conniption last night. So... I mean, Look, we can't all be perfect. Me uh. and my dirty friend over here sitting in the corner. And we've got to go to a work dinner after this. Yeah. Are you going to shower after work dinner before you get into bed? No. Nah. Sean! Why? Oh, my good God. Why? Anyway, uh. let's hop on over because we need to get to dinner <laughs> in a minute. So we need to punch this episode out. Okay, okay. But anyway, today we thought we would talk to you all about alternative therapies. Yeah. Because... That's the road I'm going down. It's it the is. road I'm trying to convince Sean to go it down. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we thought we'd explore it further. We've spoken about little bits and pieces in previous episodes, but mm. we thought we'd just hit you with the good stuff. Well, I think because you've had a recent experience. I have. We have to like really just dig deeper into that whole kind of realm of medicine, I guess. Yes. Because people swear by it. I know. And like when That's people, why I'm trying it. I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's just, and then it gets you thinking, like, philosophically, right? You go down this deep, deep hole of, like, do we think it's abnormal because we've been conditioned to think it's abnormal? Exactly. And I think that when people are listening to this who are, like, really pro-alternative medicine, like, yeah, you've been conditioned, finally. Yes. But do you know what I mean? Like, maybe we're not doing the norm, but we've been conditioned to think that what we're doing is the norm when an actual fact is not the norm and the fact is a lot of it is based on chinese medicine which has been going on for a a lot longer than we've all been alive for Mm -hmm. and there is actually a lot of research into it and i'll never forget i had a, a patient once that we could not medically work out or explain how she was improving Mm -hmm. when all the results and her scans showed she should be declining. Mm-hmm. It made no sense. Mm-hmm. The family had a private acupuncturist. They were a Chinese family. Mm-hmm. Come in. Mm-hmm. And 
I, I can say as a clinician, I didn't do anything yeah. for her. No medicines. No. And I have no medical reason or rationale to say how or why she got better, but she did. So anyway, I've been open to it. Mm. I put it out there. I put a little screenshot of all the best recommendations that we got. So thank you for everyone not living in WA. I'm very sorry. So sorry. Um, but if this is something that speaks to you and you might want to try, I recommend it. But I'm going to tell you about my experience. <laughs> Please do. We'll start with one of the many alternative medicines. We're not going to go into all of them today. Or, We're just going to do a few. lot of detail. We're just no. going to talk about them. And if one speaks to you, you go with your bad self yeah. and you you go queen. You go you, queen. You get it. They you get it. Go for gold. So anyway, I had this preconceived imaginative, imaginative, <laughs> sure. um, like thought of what I was going into. Mm. So Zach had called me and said, do you want to do dinner tonight? And I said, yeah, I've got an acupuncture appointment at 6.30. Yeah. It's only 15 minutes away from home. So let's do dinner for 7.30. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. No worries. No worries. So in my head, I had envisioned that I walked in, I sit on a chair and I say what part of me is hurting and then they kind of go to town with needles. Yeah. However, I have now realized that that's due to previous experiences that I've had with dry needling. Uh, like physiotherapies like or physiotherapy. whatever. physiotherapy. Yeah. So there is a big difference between dry needling and acupuncture. See, I don't I, – what is the No, because they use the same needles. Okay. It's, it's dry in that you don't get yeah. like lubricated like, up yeah, beforehand. And you're not putting anything not, in. No. Yeah. But with dry needling, you don't – need a huge qualification post so lots of physios and podiatrists and stuff can a chiros can do it like as an addition but it's okay. not hard to do okay and what that does is it normally just focuses on like trigger points that are sore okay like for muscle release kind yeah. of thing okay sure but uh, there's a lot of research out there to say that actually you'd probably get the same amount of relief from like a remedial deep tissue massage or rolling it out or stretching. Sure, okay. So I've had dry needling previously at physios and stuff and they just whack it into a knot and yeah, it bends and the it, needle. And it and, hurts. Yeah. And it, everything pulsates and yeah. stuff. But it's a short temporary relief right, for okay. for an injury, for an issue, for, sure. yeah, tension for tension or something. Yeah. Yep. But however, acupuncture, mm. you need so much training. So much training, I fall really? over. Like three to four years minimum. Holy shit. And then you have to undergo testing from a national board of examiners. And then you have to continue like we do, I guess, with nursing. But you have to continue to take instructional courses every year to maintain a license. So they're licensed practitioners. I did not know that. Wild. Neither did I. And so what they try to do, it's, it's, it's traditional, it's Chinese medicine. Okay. And they all speak about, hang on, I've written it down here because my lady taught me this, but I'll tell you about my experience in a minute. But they all talk about qi. 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 Qi is your vital energy. It's, it's spelt Q-I, but it's pronounced qi. Okay. And so it focuses on your vital energy and it's a belief that your vital energy like thro flows through your body. La, 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 okay, la. Sure, so sure, they're sure. trying to realign your vital energy. Wow. Was it Tai Chi? Maybe that's, that's probably Chinese too. Yeah, it is. It's like yeah. that whole like yeah, the slow, slow martial arts yeah. thing. Yep. Okay, so that's where the Chi comes from. Okay. But anyway, my experience was I went in and I just expected a Chinese uh, practitioner. I, yeah. know, I know that sounds bit racist, racist a little bit awful but yeah. that's what i thought and i was like yeah 
Anyway, she was this Aussie chick. She was lovely and she has been a Chinese acupuncturist for the last 18 years. That's a long time. Long time. Anyway, I was seeing like girls my age, two or three of them walk out after me. Like she was pumping. There was yeah. her and two other practitioners and the other two were husband and wife. Okay, yep. Anyway, so she comes out and she was very apologetic that she was running late. She was only eight minutes late. So I was like so used early. to the specialist life. And I was like, don't, don't you even stress. You've got like an hour yeah. till you're late. Anyway, so I've walked in, but the first thing she goes was, all right, tell me a story. And it was just not what I wanted or expected or thought I was going to have to do. Or had time for at or this point. Or had time for. I was already late for dinner. <laughs> anyway, we, I tried to sum it up in like a quick 10. And then she made a really good point of highlighting. She was like writing timelines down and she was explaining everything. She's like, I'm going to – she said, I know you're medical, but I'm going to explain to you the Chinese medicine side because it mm-hmm. is different. Yeah, it's so a whole she said language. She's like, there's a problem with your spleen and your spleen's not protecting and it's not doing this. And Yeah, anyway, and I was like, oh, okay. okay. Feeling a bit woo-woo, but I'm open to it. Yeah. Open to it. Mm-hmm. And then she said, what we would say that you have is a lingering pathogen. Okay. And you have toxic heat. That and sounds I was like, scary. This sounds not very good. <laughs> and so she was like, okay, so your endometriosis, that's what we call in Chinese medicine blood stagnation. Okay. And I was like, I feel like you're downplaying what's happening to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. Okay. And she was like, and we do, she's like, I do heaps of endo acupuncture. Okay. Like, yeah. And it's all about improving blood flow to the area, moving it out from where it's stagnant, blah, blah, mm-hmm, blah. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, okay, okay. And then she made a really good point and she said, what you do, you have a lingering pathogen. Mm-hmm. And she was like, so when did this foot pain start? And I said, look, I had a really bad like six months and then it got better. That was a few years ago. And now it's been this bad since August of last year. Yeah. And she was like, so I'm just going to quickly go over your timeline. So she was like, recurrent tonsillitis, adenoids, tonsils out in January. Mm-hmm. F- second endometriosis surgery, February. Septic March, third lap April, mm. May. Oh, glandular fever. Yes. June. Oh, you're still really sick with glandular fever. July. I was just recovering from all of the above. Yeah. August. I couldn't walk. Mm. So she was like, I said, oh well, yeah. Actually, now that you say that, it was all <laughs> no, of that, like that. <laughs> and then my feet. Yeah. And I said, and during that time, I actually didn't walk very much. Mm. I was in hospital lots. I was sick lots. Yep. I was not doing twelve-hour shifts. No. Why did my feet get bad all of a sudden? They just flicked on. It's not like yeah. It's not like you like. It's not like I ran them, really. like a yeah. marathon and like yeah. yeah. Okay, I understand. You had your feet up. Yeah. Probably the more than you've ever done in your yeah. life. So she said, so what that we would call that in Chinese medicine is that it's a lingering pathogen and it's just moved. So when it can't leave your body, it goes and isolates somewhere. So it's isolated in your feet. It's trying to leave and it can't. Okay. Sounded woo-woo, but I was like, sure, doll. Yep. Anyway, she goes, oh, but I really want to fix your bowels and your frequent stools and your endo. And I said, look, I'm happy that you want to fix that. Yeah. A lot of people have wanted to fix that. I wanted to fix that. Yeah. But I wanted to fix that for like 20 years. So let's just shift our focus back to the feet because that's why I'm here and I'm late for dinner. Yeah. And so she was like, okay, Jess, if you just lay head down, I'm just going to needle some spots. And she said, anything else? So I said, well, I slept on my neck wrong two weeks ago. Mm. I've been doing deep tissue, but it's just not enough. So yeah, you struggle like, time perfect. with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bang some needles in. Mm-hmm. So I laid on my stomach and she said, look, I'm not going to do that many needles into your feet because it's a lot and I don't want to overwhelm you. And I said, 
no, no, don't overwhelm me. Yes. Give me all of the needles. I have an awfully high pain threshold. Yeah. You just, whatever you want to smack in. Go for I gold. I want my bang for my buck. Yes, absolutely. So she starts banging in these needles and I'm like vulnerable face down on one of like the crunchy towels where I'm starting to get pressure injuries on my head and my them. jaw hurts mm. kind of thing. Because you're trying to hold yourself into the hole yeah, a little and, bit. Yeah. And it's my, not relaxing. No. And my arms are like behind me. And then I was just getting pinned with all these needles. And she's where like, did she start? So she started in my neck okay. and then she just kind of did random spots. Like she did one on the side of my pinky finger on my left hand and was like, this is for your neck. And I was like, ow. And there's actually a little bruise yeah, on my, is. my hand now. So from this tiny little needle. And then she'd like go around and there's, she's like, do you get sore back? And I said, yep, my thoracic and lumbar. She was like, one near my thoracic. She was like, this is your digestion. And I was like, yeah, okay. <sighs> anyway, she went around. Some of them didn't really hurt. And I said to her, I was like, are some not meant to hurt? And she said, no, no, no. Acupuncture is not always meant to be painful. It's not, you need to get dry needling at your head. It's not yeah. trigger point release. These are, these, it's not like that. Okay. And I said, okay, sure. So some of them hurt, some of them didn't. And then she put one in between my last two toes. I can't. On my right foot. And that was the first foot needle that she put in. I cannot. And my two toes, I couldn't see because I was face down, but I could just feel them going like up, down, up, down, up, down, flapping around. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, I have no control over that. I don't know what is happening. I'm so sorry. And she was like, no, this is really good. Like this means you'll probably get a really good result. Anyway, then probably the next day or so is going to be a bit of a weird pain, but it'll be a different pain and then it should get better. Anyway, I laid down face first and I thought, right, she's she's cracking on. We've done the history. She's banged the needles in. Yep. We're I on thought, the feet now. Yeah, I just thought a little bit like dry needling. You leave them in for a couple of minutes and you carry yep. on. So I'm laying down. She's like, are you all right, love? Is, is that foot one too sore? She put another one in the sole of my foot and the ball. I got shivers down my spine when you said that. And the ball of my foot. Huh. Anyway, that one really hurt a lot, the ball of my left foot. And walking on it today, it feels like it's like bruised almost. The bottom of my foot okay. feels bruised. So it's a different pain. Not yeah. sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But anyway, so I'm laying down and she just turns the lights off. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And then she turns the heater on. And I was like, oh, no. And she goes, all right, honey, um, I just want you to have a rest and I'll be back in half an hour. What? I was like, half an hour. I'm already late for dinner. <laughs> and I knew that they were getting there like, because that was like, no, I'm going to take Shan to watch the sunset. And so we'll just do that first and then meet you at the restaurant. So I'm laying down in this dark room. She's left me. The doors are shut. I'm vulnerable. I'm pinned with needles. My arms are like wrapped around my back with needles down them in my hands everywhere. And then I tried to like reach over for the chair to grab my phone. And I was like, oh, and then the needles were like digging to another <laughs> spot. And I was like, oh no, put my arm back. And I was trying to like move and try and reach my phone to tell Zach that I'd be late. Anyway, I just gave up after trying it for 10 minutes. So I was like, she told me to relax. I'm not relaxed. So I tried to relax. I couldn't relax. Anyway, afterwards she came in. She's like, how do you feel? And I was like, my head's stressed and I'm late. <laughs> anyway, she whipped all the needles out and she was like, cool. I was like, that's it. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, how often do I come back? How often do I do this? Mm. And she was like, look, Jess, I'm excited about you. And I don't, again, you we spoke about this before, you hate it. She was like, you're a mess. And yeah. I was like. Again, I'm sure you don't mean to be offensive, but that hurt a little bit. She's like, you're a mess. I haven't had a complex case like you for a long time and I'm excited. Oh, God. And I was like, okay, thank you so much. Yeah. She's like, you need to come back and see me weekly. And I was like, okay. Aww. And she only works two days a week, which or three days a week, but two of them I work set shifts. So I was like, oh, God, this is going to be hard. 
Anyway, it was $120. I've mm. capped out my private health fund. So it cost me the $120. I didn't get anything back. And then from now on, it's going to be $80. Now, I said to her, if you can fix me, I'll pay you $80 a week. Yeah. Not a problem. Not mm. an issue at all. And I said, do you like your job? Do you find it rewarding? Mm. And she said, I love my job because I get people like you who have literally seen every human in WA and yeah. tried every other therapy and then you come to me as a last-ditch fucking SOS yeah. and then I fix you. Yeah. And I was like, all right, girl, if you girl, was that confident, uh, I'm here. Anyway, yeah. I took the dog for a walk just now and they don't feel any different yet. A few different pains. They're mm. still very sore. My left one maybe feels a little bit better. Right, not good. Mm. Um, but anyway, we will see. But that's what sparked this whole conversation yeah. on... Different types of therapies out there that might be a little left of center, yeah. not as mainstream. But no. when I asked her to explain to me what exactly she was doing to my foot, mm-hmm. she said her goal is to open up pathways to increase the blood flow because in Chinese medicine and acupuncture, it's all about where the blood fo- flow moves. And she said, because you've got Raynards, you are really at risk for not having accurate blood flow. So mm-hmm. even if you want to heal and move things through, you can't. Mm. So when I took my shoes and my socks off, my feet were ice cold. And she yeah. said, are they always like this? I said, yes. And she goes, I know every physio and podiatrist and dance teacher out there is going to tell you, you should be icing your feet. But in Chinese medicine, mm-hmm. ice is bad. So we believe in heat. And I said, well, that's good because I've been doing Epsom salt hot foot bath and I put a hot pack on them every mm. night and people often tell me, don't do that. Mm. And she goes, look, everyone says different. You've got to go with what makes you feel right. Yeah. But especially because you've got Raynards, you need to be promoting healing and blood flow. Mm. So I would continue to use heat. Because cold constricts. Yeah. So it will reduce blood flow. Exactly. So and it's the opposite. And so she said... It also helps to produce neurochemicals to reduce swelling and inflammation and aims to improve your flexibility and like balance your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Okay. That's the goal of yeah. what she's doing. So okay. I was like, okay. And then when she came back into my session, she felt my feet. She said, your feet are already warmer. And I was like, okay. I was also under a heater. So yeah, not sure. Knows. But anyway. What so, temperature are they today? Well, they're pretty fine. Although today I had to work from home. I was attending a conference and my second and third toe on my right foot were completely numb. Perfect. <laughs> so not sure, but that's normal for me. So maybe that she reckons that will continue to improve. But okay. look, we'll look, see. Watch this space. You're definitely a guinea pig for me. Exactly. And I'm always the one that's out there fucking popping the turmeric tablets every night. Um, and she asked me if I was on them. I said, of course I am. She was, she was proud of me for some of my choices. <laughs> and I said, I'm not starting with tricks yet. She said, oh, absolutely not and I was like no I see I am on your page but yeah. it is a little woo woo but I'm here and I'm open to it I reckon your like your inner self is like so woo woo yeah for sure which is why you're so resistant to all of these like previous attempts to putting on you know, on this really toxic medication because your true self is 100% yeah. woo woo I yeah, think I'm a gypsy 100% um, absolutely like deep down I think you're all just like free loving hair in the wind like yeah. no bra no worries yeah. kind of gals that's why I sleep naked it all comes back it all really. comes back it to really, it. It really I reckon does. that is the truth you know I think so this might unlock something in you it, look it, it might it might but so anyway, the difference between acupuncture and dry needling, acupuncture has been used for millions of years. You need mm. a lot of qualifications. You yeah. need a license. 
dry needling's been in the last couple of decades. Kind you do of a thing. quick course, and not dip- to say that it's not good. No, for people. no, absolutely. But one is believed to relieve pain, discomfort by placing needles in specific points of the body, mm-hmm. a bit like reflexology, which we'll talk about, which is also another Chinese medicine form. Mm-hmm. Whereas others, they're stimulated trigger points. Right so on. it's to trigger muscles that are irritable. Some might say dry needling is the colonized version of acupuncture. Yeah, we just love taking it for the non woo woo. We love taking things that work and then putting an English a spin, spin on it. it. I know. Anyway, so that is the difference between my needling, and I just thought. We had a lot of people write in when I put it up there that they'd also had amazing results. From yeah, it. I've just heard so many yeah. good things about so it. So one, this one that I'm at currently that a lot of you recommended, but one of my friends who had really bad sciatica when she was pregnant, mm. she said she tried everything and she was in so much pain and couldn't sleep and this lady completely fixed her sciatica. And when, when she said to me, she was like, how did, how did you find me? I said, look, one of my friends, she had really bad sciatica when she was pregnant and you fixed it. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's pretty common. I was like, oh yeah, I can't tell you which one because I've done so many. So many. Yeah, no worries. That's easy fix. Yeah. So anyway, that's how I ended up there. But opening that conversation up, I had another good friend that I used mm. to work with and she had cancer as a child. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that and her treatment, she has significant neuropathy. Mm-hmm. Explain she- what neuropathy <clears throat> is for the people. Well, I think I explained it last week. It's like this on nerve pain kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, altered sensation, things like that. Yeah. And they were concerned that I have a lot of it because of my scarring from my pelvic surgeries. Mm. But I don't think it bothers me that much. But now I'm kind of like maybe some of my foot pain is that. Yeah, maybe. So anyway, I'm also upping the non-woo-woo nortriptyline. I'm at 15 and I've got to get to 25 yep. for my appointment in two weeks. So anyway, wish me luck because the first day when I hit 15, yeah, gal snoozed her alarm about 20 <laughs> fucking times. You could also have been tired, <clears throat> I could have, I could have. Anyway, so we spoke, I spoke to my girlfriend about this and she said she was living on opioids, living on like four hourly pain relief. Mm-hmm. She it was affecting her ability to work. It was significantly affecting her mental health. Mm. And she got put on through a acupuncturist and kinesiologist. Yes. Through her doctor, physio. I don't know. Someone put her onto it. Okay. Anyway, she said, I know it's woo-woo. They like touch you and they tap you and they do weird things. Mm-hmm. But she said that after spending thousands of dollars on everyone else, she's gone to kinesiology and acupuncture mm-hmm. and it's changed her life. She said she has been off all opioids now for four months and hasn't had even Panadol for four weeks. That I pop that shit like Tic Tacs. Well, so she was on everything under the sun. Yeah. And she was was taking Panadol Nurofen regularly. She's not taken Panadol for that long now. She said, I know that the concept seems strange in the beginning and I'm really fascinated, but I have seen amazing results. I've run with it. I've trusted them and it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. So, and this is, everyone will appreciate this. So fuck the pain specialist (laughs) who told me I've had surgery and it's, it's to be expected. Fuck the one who told me that they weren't the right person for me without even seeing me. Fuck the one who told me to stop taking all of my meds and see a psych because it's all in my head and then charge me $500. And fuck the neurologist who diagnosed me with migraines without taking an extensive history. She said, anyway, please, please, please have a look at this. So anyway, I'm deep in it. 
I'm yeah. deep. Waist deep. And like I said, one of my mum's best friends, she is a nurse and she has gone into the kinesiology pathway yeah. and I saw her and I didn't realise kinesiology is also Chinese as well. It makes a lot of sense. Mm. And so that's all based on the study of movement and it's also, it's used often as a complementary treatment alongside modern medicine. Yeah. And it's all about monitoring biofeedback and the use of your muscles and looking at what might be calling, causing imbalances and trying to relieve the imbalances. So people talk about your chakras and stuff, but chakras Indian, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. It's Again, all, all of those things have been around for I many, know. many years before modern medicine. And it, it's all about approaching unresolved stress reactions in a person and providing techniques to help realign and rebalance mm. them. Well, I was only talking the other day at dinner um, with Zach and um, his friend from work um, about stored trauma and mm-hmm. like the effects that that stored trauma has on your muscle structure and tension, which then impacts your central nervous system and have you seen those videos on like tiktok and instagram reels where people are releasing trauma trauma yeah on like um with tennis balls on your pelvic well i went to i took my friend out it's her 30th and i took her out for breakfast the other day Mm. and she is very holistic Mm -hmm. like you know it's her birthing plan everything she's a holistic gal Mm -hmm. and so she asked like how did the pain appointment go and i said you know look they wanted to put me on a north band patch but we're not there yet yeah and she said, look, I know this sounds crazy, but you know, I'm so into it. Why don't you try, try womb healing, the traumatic womb healing and yoni massage? Yeah. She was like, look, a yoni massage is a lot. For those of you who don't know, yoni is another word for your pussoir, your vajayjay, your, your chocholina, vagina. your vagina. Anyway, she was like, you literally go to a physio and pay someone to bloody put dilators up there and massage mm. it. She was like, this is like really incredible stuff. There's heaps of research coming out about womb healing and trauma and releasing all this mm. physical and emotional stress. Mm. It's like a big relief thing. Yeah. It's like where you store the tension. Yeah. yeah. And it's people were like bursting out into tears by yes. like one of them. I watched again, a TikTok video. So educational. So, but, you. so me. Um, uh, this therapist was lying on a bed or on a flat surface and was just rocking her feet backwards and forwards. And apparently it's supposed to release like all of this built up um, tension and trauma and people were stitching it. So like duetting the video being like, I didn't think it worked. And then they were bawling their eyes out. Well, that's like mum's friend. Like a lot of, cause when she said, you know, do you have some focuses? And they were my, my feet. And then she kept asking me to do that. Like move your left toe, move your right toe, mm. move them up, move them down, open them. And she was like, oh yeah. But she's like, I can feel trauma like on all this stuff coming mm. through. And mm. it was this weird feeling. And then like at one point she touched me both that like, electric shock. I'm like, oh, but like, it's this weird movement. Yeah. Of, stored stored trauma stored energy it's yeah. just it's wild we're all beings of energy right yeah and we kind of forget that and that's what i said when we when i rocked up last night and the power went out i was like it's just because i've had acupuncture and my energy <laughs> is just is radiating flowing. and i've blown everything up yeah <laughs> i mean mate, quite possibly i know who knows Maybe we're all magic. I would have loved... When I was a kid, I really wanted to be a, a, a magic person. Magician, like, I think is what you're going no, for then. No, but a not like magic a, a magic person. No, but like I wanted to have magical powers, not being a magician. Like I wanted to be like a fairy. Like I always wanted to... I wanted to be like Matilda and just wake oh, up Matilda, one day and re- yeah. realise that I could move cereal. Yeah, you know? fuck yeah. But, but imagine if in like, a we have that power in us. 
Well, yeah, I know. Well, this is like thousands of years back. There's all this research to say it's all about your physical, your emotional, your mental and your spiritual balances all within you and you have the ability to shift and move that. Well, because another one is Reiki. Yes. So Reiki, similarly of the old school um, medicine, is a Japanese form of therapy and it's all about um, your energy and... um, transitioning that and moving that across your body so do you know reiki is actually offered as an alter like a a complementary alternative medicine at the cancer center yes like as part of their like treatment plans reiki and reflexology which i'll tell you about in a minute but reiki is not chinese is it no it's japanese japanese but it's, it's still that old old time like um therapy you know, they know things more than we do, I just think, you know? It's just, look, again, colonization. We're just trying to take things and just, things that we don't like, you know, burn the witch at the stake. Anything that's a little bit different than what we can con- contemplate with our own two eyes, we don't enjoy. But maybe that's the thing that fixes you. Like some people swear by Reiki. And there's I've seen videos of people when they can like, do they touch you when they do Reiki? No, no they don't. So they do just it. hover. I think some forms of Reiki do like touch, but the whole process is supposed to be like non-touch. They just kind of hover. Because an your element hands of the you. kinesiology that I did, they did that. That just they're hovering and move, moving the energy with their hands above you. Wild ride. So wild. So fun fact for you, because I know you like them. I do. The word Reiki is made up of two Japanese words. Rei. Again, um, don't speak Japanese, so please forgive me. Um, and correct me if I uh, mispronounce. Rei means God's wisdom or the higher power. And Ki, which is life force energy. So Reiki is actually spiritually guided life force energy. That's beautiful. So it's like Chi. It's like Chi, yeah. It's like, so it's all the same thing, right? The whole energy stuff. And so it looks about... Um, it's supposed to feel like people report that it feels like this glowing energy when people like move when Reiki practitioners move their hands over their body. It feels like a glowing radiance flows around you and through you. And it's supposed to promote like this peace and the removal of like negative emotions and relaxations and serenity and, you know, all of those good things. And it's obviously not invasive and it's like a. Uh, a form of meditation also it's a stress reduction and relaxation that promotes healing so the idea around being stressed and tight and tense actually reduces your chance of healing because you're not allowing your body to flow the blood to flow so they're all similar principles yeah it's all and it all like it all points to this connection like we've spoken about previously about mind body and so the more we right? talk about this the more i'm like bitch you need to fucking start I doing know. something for your migraines <laughs> i know the botox and the drugs aren't helping well yeah so the botox is like technically is it an alternative therapy or is it's, it but it's modern but medicine, it's, modern medicine. Your head. it's a it's a neurotoxin yeah maybe I think it's not it's not you need fitting, to do this it? maybe i do maybe this episode is just convincing me more and more to book in maybe i should go see your lady which lady? The yeah, kinesiologist acupunct- or the acupuncturist? Acupuncturist, I think. Yeah. See, Maybe she, I should. Well, because she um, needled my scalp. Yesterday. Well, yeah. That's when you said when you said that about that. I was like, oh, that's where they stabbed me with neurotoxin. Yeah. Might as well have a nap while he's doing it. Yeah, and <laughs> just have your natural blood flow and not neurotoxin. I mean, warfarin will be gushing. Yeah. 
True. That's the other thing. I don't know. I can ask her when I see her next week. Yeah, please do actually and let me know. Okay. Because I'm down for that. Yeah. I'd love to get rid of this freaking headache that I've had for four days now. Well, That'd be fantastic. If, if kinesiology and acupuncture can remove my girlfriend's really, 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 really life-limiting severe neuropathy. Yeah, I mean, what what's a little headache? What's a little fucking headache? In the what's a little headache? Anyway, have you got anything else to tell me about no, Reiki? No, that's about, so Reiki. It was okay. just, it's just the flowing of... of um, of power within you well i love that because like i feel like that's kind of the combo of like reflexology as well because reflexology is again another chinese medicine Mm -hmm. um, technique but it believes that chi which we're talking about earlier chi again flows through a person so when a person feels stressed their body blocks chi right okay so this then causes an imbalance which leads to illness Mm -hmm. that's what they think so reflexology aims to keep the chi flowing through the body Mm -hmm. keeping it balanced and diseased free is the goal right oh did you hear that crack then that was my spine disgusting (laughs) oh my god go to reflexology or something anyway did you know i always knew that like when people talk about reflexology they massage your feet Mm -hmm. that's about all i knew but reflexology is a type of massage that involves applying different amounts of pressure to the feet the hands and the ears ears your ears because it's based on the theory that these body parts are all connected to certain organs and body systems Okay, you lost me. But what I was going to say for the ear thing, I know that there's a like anxiety thing that I want to say like the ragus nerve that's in your ear. Yeah, and that's and like... And you like roll it three again, times. Again, if we're going to talk about, you know, modern medicine just taking on and... Yeah, putting uh, a different label yeah. on it. It's like the piercings. Stop it, Getting you're so right. Getting different piercings in your ear. This one's yeah. for headaches, this one's for anxiety, this yeah. one's for nausea. Mm-hmm. All of the spots would be based on reflexology you're spots. You're so right. There you go. There you go. Stop it. Look I've learned so much to... this week. I know. Anyway, you know I love a fun fact and I love all these woo-woo things, but I, I want to know if it helps. Yes. Right? So I found a few studies. I found one study in 2011 mm-hmm. um, funded by the National Cancer Institute and they gave 240 women mm-hmm. they they studied 240 women and how reflexology helps them in their breast cancer treatment okay so they're all advanced breast cancer sufferers okay. warriors survivors mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. they were all also undergoing either chemo radiation or both mm-hmm. at the time so it was modern medicine and reflexology okay. at the same time sure 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 So the study found that reflexology helped significantly reduce some symptoms and then not so much others. So interestingly, it didn't have any effect on pain, which I thought that's the whole point. But it significantly improved symptoms such as shortness of breath and feeling breathless with treatment. I don't know. That's... I don't know. And then I was just more intrigued. So then I looked at another study Mm -hmm. and that was about... Um, pain in women who experience PMS. Okay. I was like, okay, come on, hit That's me. probably like all of us. So they looked at the effects of the ear, hand and foot reflexology. Okay. Of This is only a small study, so it was only 40 women. But okay. I'm like, whatever, tell me about it. 40 is better than zero. Yeah. Who 40 women who significantly report that they have significant PMS syndrome. Okay. So they were like, I have awful symptoms. I want to try everything I can. Yeah. So anyway, these 40 women found that two months of receiving reflexology Mm -hmm. said they had significantly fewer symptoms Mm -hmm. to the point where it wasn't even concerning them anymore. Oh, my God. From two months of reflexology. 
Can you imagine, you know, that whole concept of like people wake up with no pain? I know. Well, that's why last night I was like, (gasps) what if I wake up and my feet aren't sore anymore? Exactly. I know. Like, what if you like, but I think, I think what happens also, and I'm speaking from personal experience is you experience so much letdown and so much discomfort and pain that you almost don't want to put yourself through believing that something can help you anymore. I know. Because you've gone through that cycle and so many like times. Like I said to the acupuncturist, I was like, I'm going to be so frustrated. I'm mm. so grateful if it helps, but so frustrated that I have spent so much emotional energy, mm-hmm. physical energy, mm. and all of my finances <laughs> on every other treatment. Yeah. Like, I'll be so pissed, but so yeah. happy, but so pissed. It'll yeah. be a wild ride. It'll be lots of emotions all in one. And like today, like I said, it's a different pain. It was still awful walking the dog, but I'm like, you know, it was one session, Jess. I can't yeah. ride it off yet. Like, you know, I, I gave the amitriptyl in six months and I gave this time. Mm. I need to give this some time too. Yeah. But she really does believe it will be, It if I'm going to see results, it will happen relatively quick. You'll so see she's something. Like, do it for two months. Yeah. And Just I'm like, okay, see me for two months. Okay, okay. Do you know what? Yeah, sure. I'll yeah, do it. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's like, you're very open to it. I was like, yeah, doll, I'm at rock bottom. And yeah. I took my shoes off. She was like, are they little gel inserts and compression socks you're wearing? I was like, mm, yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. I am And she was good. She was like, do you have any goals? I said, yeah, I need to dance in heels by December. Mm-hmm. And I want to hike in New Zealand in February. Yep. And she was like, you know what? That's realistic goals. And I was like, okay, we love okay, that. Okay, great. Because just for the record, we're in October now. Yeah. So, so December's not that far yeah, away. And she saw, said that they were good realistic goals to have. So anyway, we'll see. But I just thought we should touch on a few. You started looking up aromatherapy too, yeah, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. So um, you may have heard potentially on the story that I was trying to say homeopathy. Home, did I say it right? Home, homeopathy. Anyway, I couldn't say it. I thought that that was... She was like, you know, the smell thing. And I was like, aromatherapy. Yeah, it's aromatherapy. Uh, Anywho, um, aromatherapy, like you, I looked up the studies to see if it had actually ever um, improved anyone's condition. There has been no research. What is aromatherapy? So aromatherapy... I'm going to correct you because we just did some research in um, palliative care on aromatherapy. Okay. We didn't do it. But we all got told about it. I actually got an email, which is bizarre to say that a hospital had done a a study. You know, alcohol wipes. Alcohol wipes that you literally like use to clean my surface. But for us, it would be used to clean IV needles, uh, like bungs, central lines, whatever. We all know that smell. We all find random little alcohol swabs in our pockets. A hospital had done a study. Mm. I'm sure it was in cancer patients who were nauseous. Mm. And if you sniff... An alcohol wipe, mm. it significantly improves nausea. What? Wild, wild, wild. So I'm like, my kids are sick. I'm like, sniff this. <laughs> what? I don't know if it actually helps for everyone, but there was a- enough research for us to all talk about it within the team to say that um, alcohol wipes okay. improve nausea. Well, so for... But it's things like ginger and stuff to them. Yeah, about, so hey? it's basically the smell of things. So... That's where your whole essential oil kind of complex comes in. Of- well, in saying that, you bought me that um, de-stress essential mm, oil, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I use all the time. Anyway, I had must have used it when getting ready for work mm-hmm. on my diffuser when I went to work the other day. Yeah. And I turned it off before I left, but obviously the house still smelt nice. And I, Dad had come through the house to pick Bundy up. Mm. And after work, the first thing Dad said was, 
what do you have in your house? And I was like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? What do you yeah. mean? And he was like, I walked in and it smelled so good. I was so relaxed. I walked yeah. in and I was like, come on, Bundy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's my de-stress oil from China. Yeah. He was like, oh, it works. <laughs> well, yeah, so the, the, the research hasn't showed that it's curative. So it, it doesn't cure anything, but it significantly improves um, but feeling. it's things like feelings like nausea, stress, anxiety. Yeah. Like it's not going to cure you of no. anxiety, but it no. will relieve the symptom. Yeah, so it will reduce it in some way. And then what that does is also connects that smell to the neurons in your brain. So it, it triggers that. But it's that. like, you know how if you smell some things like, if I smell a chocolate mint biscuit? Yeah, it takes you back. It triggers me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are some smells like, I'll never forget my Nana's perfume. Yeah. Jupe. Jupe. Oh, God, I love a jupe. Um... But yeah, like you just Emla for that me. And be like, what the fuck, Jess? Emla's yeah. triggering. Emla. Em, you I, know, well, it, Emla I imagine it would the, be um, the plastic uh, tegaderm. Oh yeah. That yeah. that specifically plus the Emla emits mm-hmm. a very distinct smell. So just regular tegaderm kind of has it, but it has to be the combo of Emla and yeah, fair. So I Emla's def- the, the like exact the, smell. the magic cream. So anyone who's been chronically ill during their childhood and been into a children's hospital in a Western hospital somewhere will have been told that they're going to be given magic cream or numbing cream, the white stuff that they put on before they give you a needle, um, and they put it over a little sticky tape um, called tegaderm, and that combo takes me back. <laughs> Well, there you go. Good or bad. But so the aromatherapy is, so you emit a smell, whether that be through an oil or a diffuser or a rub or flowers. Or flowers or bark or yeah. balms or... Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that then emits and reduces a sensation that you're feeling. So whether that be nausea for like ginger or um, sleep, if to improve your sleep with lavender, lavender yeah. to re- improve your calm. Um, so there's different... Chamomile. Chamomile. Um, so there's different things that equate to a different response. So um, in terms of like being alert and fresh, you would use a citrus and a, or a mint. Um, and then to calm, it would be your lavenders, your chamomiles. And that's um, been around for like a bajillion million thousands of years well, too. Yeah, like, because they also they, use herbed bags. Yeah, and it was China, India and Egypt Naturally. actually were the first ones. And there was the first documentation of it was in the 10th century. Like we're wow. talking like this has been around forever. And then the 19th century was when it started to be documented as like essential oils and things actually treating disease. Yep. Do you want to know a fun fact about smells? I do. So, you know, um, for weddings, um, they used to use bouquets for flowers, uh, flowers and bouquets in weddings because back in the day, people didn't shower or have deodorant or perfume. And so it was to cover the smell of body odor. I'm going to buy you a fucking bouquet then because you don't shower enough. <laughs> I don't smell. You don't shower enough. I don't smell though. Oh my God. You are. <laughs> You're a lot. Anyway, that's a fun well, that's fact. Like, um, I wonder why rosemary in funerals. Why does everyone put rosemary? Is there, a, is there something with the smell of rosemary? I don't know. We'll have to do a fun fact follow-up. Yeah, we will. Because everyone will. often puts rosemary on a coffin. I don't know. Maybe it's something Pass. to do with the smell. Maybe it's meant to calm you or heal you. Anyway, Who knows? I'll get back to you on that. Or if you know, can you just let me know? <laughs> that Saves would be us fabulous. researching it. But yeah, so I think that's um, practically all the ones that we thought was interesting for now. And that we were talking about now. Because kind, yeah. kind of all linked, like acupuncture yeah. led to reflexology, which led to Reiki. And they all just kind of full circled around because they all have the same principle about yeah. improving your well-being through moving your f- flow and your aura and your energy, your chakra, your yeah. chi, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But uh, uh, yet... Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it 
yet again proves that there is a big link between how you feel and how your body feels. Correct. And you're going to go to one alternative therapy. That is your goal. Okay. Thank you. Kindly. Sold. All right. Last segment. We asked the people what the questions and quotes section would be. And we have picked a question from a Laura Kunz. Kunz? Kunz? Kunz. K-U-N-Z. Thank you, Sister Laura. Her question is, what pet would you get besides a dog? Look, but I can't even call Bundy a dog. He's, He's like a, a naughty toddler. He is a he child. He is naughty. Um, okay, if I couldn't get a dog, I mean, it might shock the people, but I get a dolphin. You can't. I, I, it's any pet I want. No, that's not the question. It's any animal, isn't it? No. <laughs> it, the question is, what pet would you get besides a dog? You can't classify a dolphin as a pet. I can. Why? Well, I know it's you're not allowed to, but I just you well, know you fucking Sea World. You can't have a dolphin as a pet. <laughs> Me and Old Mate were talking about this, and he completely understood. He was like, "Yep, there's because they're mammals. There's a human connection with them, and that's why you feel." I'm no. like, yeah, babe. Yep, he was no. justifying it. Uh, yep, and I a said, pet. "I'm part. I'm part dolphin. A so. domestic pet. What? There's not many options: a dog, cat, a guinea pig, a rabbit, a fish, a crazy crab." I've had a, a crazy, crazy crab. crab. I'm a crazy crab. What's a got crazy crab? A crazy, crazy crab. Me and my brother had crazy crabs and we took them to do a race on the ground. We took them out of their cages, their shells and their little thing. And then Ben's went under the fridge and then it died and it stunk. And mum and dad were like, what is this smell in the kitchen? I'll never forget it. It was back in the house. I was tiny. Ben was tiny. He was like five. And... Oh, it's because the crazy crab was dead. Why is it a crazy crab? A crazy crab. It's like a hermit crab. It's like a hermit crab or well, it is I a hermit crab? Uh, again, that's another <laughs> follow-up. I don't know. I just call him a crazy crab. What and, the fuck? And used to paint shells and put the shells in their little... Um, in their little containers and at nighttime or if they're feeling like a bit frisky, they'd move home. So they'd like this little like tentacle thing would come out and then I'd like hop into a new house. So you saw you, you saw like a, a naked a, crazy crab. Before you saw they got a naked a, crab. <laughs> because what did they look like? It looked like a little like a skeleton because mine were cream, so it looked like a skeleton hand just walking in and then That is amazing. Getting into a new like shell that you'd paint. That's amazing. But I wouldn't want to be one. I don't want one. I've I'm had not, fun not, with a no, crazy no, crab. I'm not the question's not what pet would you be? You would be? have sea monkeys. No, I've had sea monkeys. What pet would you get? You have to get a pet. Yeah, but and it I, can't be. I'm not going to get a crazy like, crab because I've already had that experience. Okay, but you can't get a fucking dolphin. I'm getting a dolphin. You can't get a dolphin. I do like horses, but I don't want to be. A lot of horse girls can be a bit crazy. I was a horse girl. Yeah, same. <laughs> Maybe that's a bit crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't. I'm leaving oh. it with dolphin, and you're just going to have to fucking accept it and move on. Fine. What's I'm your sorry, pet? Laura. That's a terrible answer to What's your a, pet? a question. Um, mine would be um a bearded dragon. Oh, my brother had one of them. His name was Carlos. Did he also go under the fridge? No, he did die eventually, but his name was Carlos. 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 Yeah. Carlos. My brother got a reptile license just so he could keep Carlos. Carlos. Anyway. <laughs> I love that. Carlos. Yeah. Um, a bearded dragon. Okay, sure. Yeah, I just think that um, they're pretty cool. So um, axolotls. My brother had one of them too. They're pretty cool. Why is your brother so exotic? He went through a weird phase. He did, didn't he? So it's just a phase, mom. Um, yeah, so I think either a bearded dragon or no, I think a bearded dragon. Okay. I think they're pretty cool, and I like I like the idea also that they have to like shed their skin a bit, and I can help it peel it off. 
Ew. I love it. That's have you seen disgusting. the videos of when snakes have to get their skin yeah, yeah, stuck yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you like yeah. pop it out yeah. of their nose hole? Ooh. Oh, God. Okay. I love What's, that. Do we have a quote from a yeah, listener? Yeah, we do. We do, actually. Um, it's from the one and only... Work wife. Work wife, though. But it's a beautiful quote, though. All right. Let's hit us. So the quote is, the moon reminds us that you are still whole no matter what phase you are in. Oh, stunning. Isn't it? Stunning. Isn't I love it? that. Oh, speaking of the word stunning, this is so funny. My beautiful f- holistic friend, the one that was telling me the to have a womb, yep. womb massage the other day, we went to Brekkie with her one-year-old daughter who's literally just turned one. And she woke up from a nap and she was just fascinated with me, thought I was hilarious. We are playing all these games and stuff. And, you know, she loves the potty. So she's probably just used to the voice. Yeah, you know? sure. And sh- I taught her how to do cheers. Love. And anyway... And my girlfriend was like, I haven't even taught her that. Anyway, so we're, we're playing cheers and, you know, cracking up laughing. And then yeah. we progress. I'm, I'm a bad auntie. We progress from her sippy cup to giving her a glass. Naturally. Obviously. Obviously. At one and we're clinking the glasses. And <laughs> cheers and having a laugh. And she was, yeah, anyway, whatever. I don't mind. Yeah. But she pulled a face at the end and then she was like cracking herself up because she does this thing where she like goes, ah, with her tongue. And oh, so I was like cracking you. up. Yeah, yeah. She's literally like me. And I looked at her and she, I just go, stunning. And she just goes, stunning. You know how kids copy like once and can yeah. never do it again? Yeah. And we both looked at each other and then she just cracks herself up. And we were like, what? And she's this little one-year-old just sitting opposite me at the table, stunning. Stunning. <laughs> anyway, we could never get her to do it again no. or repeat it. And I wish I got it on camera, her but it was hilarious. Just out then. She's like, stunning. Yeah, stunning. And then, then I'm like, oh my God, I must say that all the time to kids. I, because it's the same as ooh la la, which I've said before, because <laughs> one of my favorite patients ever in the whole wide world, um, he would put on a, um, a princess dress. Mm. And I must have said it to him like in, when he's dressed ooh up la at work. La. I'm like, ooh la la. And so mum rang me the other day. We were talking about things and she goes, you won't believe it. He put his dress on, stood in the mirror and he goes, oh la la. And I said, where did you learn that from? And he was like, Jess. And I had another patient last week in ICU. She comes running out the door to model her new outfit. Yeah. She stands with her hand on the doorway and goes, oh la la. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And the and mum was like, where'd you learn that? And she was like, Jess. I was like, oh. So, ooh la la and stunning, la, stunning is apparently my catchphrase. That's we my love. quote for the week. Ooh la la. <laughs> ooh la la. We love that. Well, I think that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Look at us I doing one so. a week. I know. Look at us. Stop I, it. I said no. I was too tired. But we have to go now. We're going we to be late to for go. dinner. It's fine. But anyway. We'll be late to our own funerals. It's all good. <laughs> Anywho, on that note, we hope you have a fabulous fabulous week. week.